0: This week, in a small town in the North Bay near San Francisco, Marcus Hill returns to his parents' home to pick up the last of their belongings as they move to Oregon. He hates it here, the prying eyes, the gossip, the memories. There are some things that Marcus just can't forget. That's right, baby, we're playing Rose Drive. This roller coaster of a thriller is coming up right here on Radio Drama Revival. Welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the podcast that showcases the diversity and vitality of modern audio fiction. I'm your host, David Reinstrom. Chag Sameach to any of you currently celebrating Pesach. This is the bread of affliction, all right! (laughs) Ha ha! This is a very stressful time. I hope you are safe, giving care to friends and family, and receiving it in equal measure. Some people like to steer into the skid at times like these, and consume scary, cathartic, stressful media. If you're one of those people who's been watching Contagion on Netflix right now, this is definitely a podcast for you. Rose Drive is, and I mean this in the kindest way, an absolutely bonkers show. You think you know where it's going, but I promise you do not. There are so many twists and turns in this baby, so many wild revelations and exposes. I don't know that I have the words for it. It occupies so many different genres simultaneously, and to tell you what any of them are would be to spoil it in the extreme. So let's just say, for now, that it's a thriller plus. I would like for you to be kind to yourself right now. And if this show sounds super stressful, listen, you can always come back to this episode some months from now. And if you don't mind plot spoilers, you can listen to next week's episode, which is my interview with series creator, designer and composer Raul Vega, which is an utterly charming, informative and pandemic free conversation. Raul is so sweet and so smart and so knowledgeable about craft. And there's nothing I love more than listening to talented people talk about their craft. But for now, if you're up for it, let's unravel the dark secrets of Southampton, California together. The first two episodes of Rose Drive, beginning with episode 1. It's quiet uptown.
1: <laughs> Marcus, I'm glad we get to do this. Marcus, no. If anything happens to me wake out up. here, we can <laughs> wake up honey. It's nice. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie, but it's been a few days and I just wanted to check in with you. Dad and I are here in the new house. (laughs) We got the keys yesterday and it's gorgeous up here, honey. The foliage is stunning and the air is already doing wonders for my asthma. We just cannot wait for you to be here with us. Anyway, I want to thank you again for packing up the remainder of the house stuff for us. You know, it must be hard given everything you've been going through, but Dad and I didn't want to touch your things. We know how particular you are about that. Make sure you're eating and getting plenty of sleep, please. And don't forget to pick up your medication from the drugstore, okay? You cannot miss one day or your headaches won't go away, so make sure you grab them. All right. Well, I need to get back to it. I'm still setting up the kitchen here, but please call me when you can. You know I worry about you. I love you, Marcus. Bye-bye.
2: They never go away. Doesn't she know that by now? The pills help, sure. But really, they just mask the pain. I was born with this condition. And while I recognize most people would consider it to be a gift, it's done nothing but cause discomfort for me. The side effects alone are enough to make you go crazy. But few people understand that. In fact, less than 20 people in the entire world actually understand it. We are a rare breed. I knew coming back here would only make things worse. But I didn't have any choice. I had to come back, clear my mind Get a reset from last year. I guess I just didn't realize I'd be leaving just as soon as I came back to Southampton. This sleepy little waterfront town where nothing changes. Ever. dad wanted to leave Southampton after I left for New York they always loved driving up the Pacific Northwest Portland, Seattle Vancouver it's always so rainy and cold vacationing out there was perfect for someone like me I don't know much about Albany but mom's always had a soft spot for Oregon so it makes sense they moved up there Now I have to go through all this old stuff. Some of these things I haven't touched in over ten years. When I was here last. At least I get to be alone. An impossibility in Upper Manhattan. Hell, anywhere in the city. Not having many connections here in town makes it easy for me to be by myself. Still, I should go into town. Mom will know if I don't grab my meds and won't be happy. I'll go tomorrow. Too much to do around the house today anyways.
3: Hey kiddo, dad here. Uh, listen, your mom's been asking about you, wondering why you haven't called back yet. I told her you've just been busy packing, but you know how she is. She worries about you, and then she gets on my case for you not calling back, and Look, just give her a ring when you get a chance, all right, son? It'll make her day. Oh, and also, don't forget, everything has to be out of the house by the end of the month. The whole house. Every single room. Talk soon, bud. The
2: whole house... Shit, I should call her back, otherwise they'll both just keep interrupting me. Alright, I'll call her when I get back from Rayleigh's. I'm starting to run out of food. If I leave now, I should be in and out without running into anybody I know. Not that they'd recognize me anyways. Jack London Park, First Street, (laughs) the Camel Barn, (laughs) the clock tower where we had challenge day to talk about our feelings. Things still look the exact same. Even the community swimming pool hasn't aged. I'm surprised to see it up and running again. But I guess business carries on as it always does. There's no progress without change. At least I guess that's what they say. Looks like little Southampton hasn't progressed much at all. Whoa. Maybe I spoke too soon. This isn't Rayleigh's. At least not the Rayleigh's I remember. I know the rich folks always shopped at Knob Hill, but but why did this store change? It looks like a Whole Foods now. How the hell am I supposed to find anything in here? Thanks.
4: Great. I'm glad to hear it. Did you find everything you were looking for? Uh, yeah. Perfect. I know it's a bit weird here with the layout being all over the place. People can't seem to find anything anymore. I can't find anything anymore. But, you know, we had to expand to compete with Knob Hill. You know they have escalators in their store? Can you imagine? What could they even need escalators for? I mean, their store isn't even that... Oh, this is my favorite bourbon throw this in the crock pot with some apple cider cinnamon and cloves and you have one hell of a cocktail for the holidays (laughs) hey you sure you're old enough to drink this you look kind of young
2: can i please just buy my stuff and go Uh, yeah i definitely am
4: great i'll just need to see your id then
2: (sighs) fine if it'll speed up the process
4: Thank you, Marcus Hill. Would you like a bag for ten cents?
2: No, I'm I'm fine, thank you. Just just my groceries.
4: Sure thing. That'll be forty-five seventy-two.
2: Here, I, I, I don't need change. You you can donate the rest. Thanks.
4: Oh my gosh, why thank you? That's so kind of you. You know, we need more giving people like you. Seems like these days everyone's just yeah, running around. Don't
2: mention it. Bye. All right,
4: well, you take care now. Say hi to your parents for me,
2: Jesus, I can't even grab a frozen pizza and a bottle of booze without someone stopping me. <sighs> All right. I just need to get home. I just need to... Wait. Is that the tannery building? I mean, it looks like it. But that's not where it's supposed to be. Hmm. New location, I guess. I wonder if Cher's hot dogs moved too. I loved eating there as a kid.
3: What the? Hey. Hey!
2: Stay calm. Maybe he's talking to someone else.
3: Hey! Holy shit. Marcus. Hill, Is that you? Marcus
2: Hill. Holy shit. Hey, Greg.
3: Marcus Hill! Man, brother, it's been ages. Wow, it's so great to see you. How the hell are you?
2: Yeah, yeah, it has. I've been well. Thank you.
3: Man, that's great to hear. So good to hear. Where have you been? The last I heard your journey took you to, um... Uh, NYC, was it?
2: Yeah. Columbia.
3: Presidential. Nice, man, nice. You know, I've always wanted to visit the Big Apple. Be a bit overwhelming, though, you know, all that energy flowing around. Still, though, it'd be pretty cool to check out. And when'd you get back in town, brother? It couldn't have been that long ago. I would have run into you earlier, I'm sure.
2: Not too long ago.
3: Cool, man. So how have you been? What brings you back home? I don't think I've seen you since uh, since grad night. You know, you weren't even at the reunion either, were you? Man, it was a good one. Well,
2: mostly. That's right. Our ten-year high school reunion was a couple weeks back. Mom mentioned that earlier. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Listen, man. Um, I don't mean to be rude, but I've got to get going. I don't want this to thaw out.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. No worries. No worries at all. But, hey, I don't know how long you're here, but we should get together. Grab a drink. You know, I own the wellness center right across the street there in the tannery building. You should come by sometime. You know, we specialize in sound meditation and hallucinogenic yoga. (laughs) It's pretty wild, man. Yo, what's your number so I can give you a call?
2: Yeah, that sounds good, man. I'll see you around, Greg.
3: Lifted! Yo, be well, brother. I'll be seeing you around town. Yep, stop by the studio. Peace and love.
2: Damn. I was not expecting that much excitement for one day.
5: Messages from Mr. Marcus Hill. This is Abigail from the Southampton Pharmacy. I'm calling to notify you that your prescription has been processed and is ready for you to pick up. We are open all day today and close at 10 p.m. We will not be open during the holiday weekend, so I suggest you come down and grab your prescription before closing. If you have any questions, please contact us at your earliest convenience. Thank you and have a great day.
2: Right. Pills. I'm running out of excuses. I better go get them. I just hope I don't get interrupted this time. Um, hi. My name's Marcus Hill. I'm here to pick up my prescription.
5: Ah, yes. Mr. Hill. We've been expecting you.
2: That's a weird thing to say to a customer.
5: If I can just have your health insurance card... Great, just give me one moment. Let me go grab that for you.
6: ...dolled up today, saying I look tired. Good lord, Lil, he actually said that to you? Ew, what a... Dick? Yeah, I believe the
7: word you're looking for is dick. (laughs) Seriously? Okay, so basically, the days that you wear makeup, he feels it necessary to call you beautiful and sweetie and princess, which, first of all, is creepy. Yep. And then the one day that, God forbid, you don't wear makeup, he says... You look tired. Ew, what an ass. Why do men get away with saying shit like this to women? I mean, listen, I'm sure this doesn't count as sexual harassment on, like, a technical level, but dude, it's super rude of you. Check yourself, man. Be better. Oh,
6: trust me. I hear you. Ugh. Okay, so what did you say to him in response? It wasn't worth getting into it with him, honestly. I had a long day, I was already annoyed, so I didn't feel like lecturing him on being a decent human being. (laughs) Besides, I was late on meeting up with the boo. He actually got out of the studio early that night. Yeah, what did Alec have to say about all of this? He was supportive. Well, tried to be. He made some joke like, want me to beat him up for you? Oh man. Right, like I appreciate the gesture, but come on dude, don't reinforce the patriarchy. I can handle my own, damn it.
2: <laughs> come on. How long does it take to grab two bottles?
6: <gasps> yes,
7: so true! But you know, to be fair, he was just trying to be nice. I mean, he meant well. He just
6: doesn't get it. Men don't have to deal with this shit on the daily. I know. I know. He's a good one. He doesn't get it, but he tries. And is getting better. Well, that's a start. Oh, my God, Lily. Have we not talked about this? I don't know. What are we talking about, Jordan? The reunion. Oh, my God. I know. You heard about him showing up, too? Yes. Okay, well, I
7: don't know if it's true. I mean, people have been talking about if he was going to be there or not, and I wouldn't have recognized him. I mean, I never knew him. It was before I moved here.
2: Wait. Who are they talking about?
5: Okay, Mr. Hill. Here you go. Would you like me to counsel you on how to take these pills? Or just talk to
6: myself? Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, I didn't see him in there, but then again, it wasn't like I was looking for him. Besides, I'm not sure what even looks like now, you know? All right. So you're going to want to take two a day, one in the morning and one
5: in the evening, with a meal. Do not take these on an empty stomach. Mr. Hill?
2: Right. Got it. Um, how much do I owe you? I need to know more about this. See if it's really him. But how?
7: About these
5: side effects.
7: Side okay,
5: effects yeah. include... Okay, so
7: after he skipped town... You would think that this would be the last place that he would come back to. Seriously?
6: After the accident and his whole family freaking out on him? Yeah. Wait, what was the name of that teacher that was involved again? I can't remember his name.
2: It is. It's him. It has to be.
7: Numbness. Fatigue.
5: Dry mouth. Loss of appetite. Loss of hearing. (sighs) Loss of I don't remember.
6: It's been bugging Alec and I all week. Oh man, I really want to know
7: now. Wait, have you seen him around town? No, I haven't. Dude, I would just totally go up and just ask him myself.
6: Would that be insensitive? No, not at all. (laughs) You know, if anyone knew more info, you know who it would be. Who? Come on, who knows everything about Southampton? Always finds himself in the middle of things? The person who everyone just blindly trusts? Oh
2: no, please don't say.
6: Greg! Yep.
2: God damn it.
6: Oh my god, that guy! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. But that's Greg. The guy just knows everything about everything. Yeah, it's true. Itchy pants, hyperventilation, the spins...
5: Uh,
2: Okay, Uh, great. Perfect. Uh, Thank you, Abigail.
5: No, thank you, Mr. Hill.
2: I don't know what I expected when I returned here. But this wasn't on the list. I don't know for sure, but if it is him, if he is back in town, I have to find him. Gossip wears an ugly face. I hate playing into it, but knowing Greg's all-or-welcome demeanor, Lily and Jordan were probably right. He is the best person to talk to. I've just got to keep my cool. Greg doesn't need to know why this is so important, why it's a necessity that I find him.
3: Just remember, if you're ever feeling exhausted during the class, child's pose is always available any time. Don't let what the other students are doing interfere with. With your practice. Excuse me one moment. Marcus, you came, brother. So good to see you.
2: Hey, Greg. Yeah, I uh, thought I'd take you up on that offer. See if you wanted to catch up, talk about things, life, work. The reunion, maybe? Oh, yeah, man.
3: Absolutely. Would love to. Let's do it. I just got a close-up shop here right now, but hey, how about we meet at Cliff's Bar in, say, 20 minutes?
2: I'll head over now. Perfect. I knew it wasn't going to be 20 minutes, but almost an hour late. And I guess it doesn't matter. All this time to think, and I still don't know how I'm going to ask without sounding suspicious. I'll have to play this one out carefully. Maybe I could... Hey!
3: (laughs) Sorry for the lag, brother. I got caught up in conversation with one of my students. She just returned from a spiritual awakening journey in... Peru.
2: Yeah, sure she did. Oh. That's interesting.
3: Very interesting! You know, I did one myself back in the day. Actually, it was right after high school, man. It was insane. No money, no food, no place to sleep. Dude, I couldn't even speak Spanish, but man, what a cleanse it was.
2: Sounds like it. Hey, Greg, I wanted I wanted to ask you about our 10-year reunion, you know, the, since I missed it.
3: Oh, right, man, the reunion. It was incredible. So many walks down memory lane that night. It was crazy to see who showed up and... Who didn't? But man, everyone seems to be doing so well! The energy was just so damn light!
2: Yeah? So, who was all there?
3: Most of class! Uh, Rodney Pilkins (laughs) He showed up with that bartender he knocked up senior year! Dude looks the exact same! Oh, and Rebecca Mahone was there too! Just as bubbly as ever! Man, I haven't seen her in ages! Uh then there was Jesse Batista, Craig Huston, uh, Eric Jefferson. Any, uh,
2: anyone else? Maybe like somebody unexpected? Unexpected. Uh Yeah. Right. Yeah. How could you have known? How could I have known what?
3: Forrest. Forrest showed up. He was there.
2: Forrest. Forrest Sutherland your back. Really? Yeah, dude, you remember him, right? Yeah, I remember him. Wow. I haven't
3: seen him since... Since he disappeared senior year. I know, man. Shit, senior year. That was a rough year for everyone, wasn't it?
2: You have no idea. Yeah. Sad what happened. Yeah. Yeah, it was, man. (laughs)
3: Look, man, I... I don't really want to relive that though. You know, I just try and forget it as best I can. Forget the whole year.
2: Lucky you. Some people can't forget so easily. Yeah. So, have you seen him since the reunion? Nah, man. Uh, in fact, I didn't even
3: see him there. I just heard about it.
2: Damn it. Oh.
3: Yeah, I mean, maybe I did and I just didn't recognize him. I mean, it has been over 10 years. I could actually, come to think of it, There was this one dude there who looked like it could have been him. Really? Yeah, some scraggly-looking dude. Looked tired like he hadn't slept in days. I assumed he was on a date with someone from our class, but he didn't show up with anyone.
2: Um, I did see him talking to a few peeps, though. Who was he talking to? Oh, shit,
3: no. No, you showed up too early.
2: Greg, do you know who he was talking to?
3: Marcus, bruh, I'm sorry, dude, but I gotta float up on out of here. I have someone coming over to the house to pick him. Something up, but wait, I. J- uh, hey, sorry, man, but it was great seeing you. Let's catch up again. I didn't even hear about what you've been up to. Yo, stop by the studio. We'll talk, Spirit.
2: Greg, hold on.
3: Later, dude. Oh, brah. Don't feel bad about missing the reunion. Molly Fields put all the pictures from the night on the alumni page. You should check it out.
2: Page, P- alum- the page, like website. Wait, what's the address? Damn it! Hearing his name out loud... It makes it all too real. Like it just... happened yesterday. Why would he come back after all these years? Why now? What business does he have here? Doesn't matter right now. I need to find him. And it looks like the best way to do that is by finding out who he was talking to at the reunion. Should be easy enough to find. formed? Was there actually a site? Wait. (laughs) He said page, not website. Meaning probably... Of course. Social media. Alright. Let's do this quickly. Got it. Who are you talking to? Seven people. Alex Santoro. Next, Next beautiful. That's, That's the, the best moment store in the entire director. world. That's an older sister. Ex out Ninth Street Park. runner. Worked at Blockbuster. Gabe crazy. Cameron Miller. Miller. Class clown. Eccentric. Most likely to skip class. Spreads emotions through sarcasm. Moonlight Film Festival contestant. Featured in 2003. Hollywood video employee. Weekend day drinking. Alina Connolly, blunt, most likely uh, didn't move to uh, vote next yeah, Picasso, uh, opinionated Irish and Cuban, it, Cuban it, keeps it, her it, circle it, small, most arts in the park, some weekends. Ezra Goldstein, upper middle class, founder that of Tolerance Club, open to about it, sexuality, twin sister zero. adopted by the Goldsteins, not clubs, uh, particularly not pretentious, Captain Blithers, always smiling, seems sad underneath, Neilani Jess of Polynesian influences, the skater chick, voted most likely to fall asleep during. Exams. Well known, white smoker, hangs out at the, the state park the Bell. Sarah Jones, large family, a family. A small a house, parents on the antique shops shop. downtown, works at the concession the stands at the community park. Dating Danny Roberts, smart, dedicated, hardworking, <laughs> mother, alcohol abuse, devoted, best eyes, best smile. Claire Armentano. Claire? Why you seven? Why are you the only one seen talking to him? And do you know where he is? I don't know what your connections are with him. But I'm going to find out. One way or another. I'm going to find out. And when I do. When I find him. He's going to pay for what he did to her.
0: And now, episode two, The Lost Child.
2: Hyperthymesia. That's what the psychiatrists call it. Extreme autobiographical memory. The involuntary ability to remember literally everything in your lifetime. Every moment. Sound. Taste. Sight. All of it. Less than 20 people have it. Lucky me. People call it a blessing. I get it. Who wouldn't want to remember all their happiest moments in complete detail? But that's not how it works. You don't get to sift out the shitty memories and only keep the good ones. All the lies, pain, and death, clear as day. But unlike a normal human's memory, it doesn't live in the past. It's always present. Happening now, stuck on repeat. Playing through exactly how it played the first time. I have no protection from it. Repressed memory is something I'll never know. And every time I'm here, it comes with glaring side effects. Headaches, mind-bending headaches. And when emotion takes hold, they intensify. Now that I know he's back, well, I don't see them settling soon. Forrest Sutherland, the man people call the lost child, forever to live in infamy. The day Frank Campbell took his life, everything changed. You were to blame, but his life wasn't the only one that was lost. She was caught in the middle of it, by your hand. And because of that, she's no longer here when she should be. There's no forgiveness for what you did. And now that you're back in Southampton, I'm going to find you. talking to seven former classmates of ours at the 10-year reunion. I'm going to find them, and if they play nice, they'll lead me to you with ease. But before I hunt them down, I need to gather as much source information from those who never left this delusion of a normal town. It's time to ask the townfolk what they remember of you. What did they think about you? When did they see you last? child the story is just beginning it starts now oh yeah sure I I taught all those
8: kids the whole family that Aaron boy I I tell you he had a a hell of a swing
5: oh gosh it was probably over 11 years ago he used to come in all the time with his mother and siblings you remember how close that family was don't you
8: and Celeste was easily the best point guard I have ever had the pleasure to coach. Got Cordelia County's top water polo players, huh?
6: That's kind of a silly title to give him, but I guess it makes sense. Honestly, it's been so long, I don't remember the last time I saw him. Or the rest of the family, for that matter.
2: Wait, who are you? Why do you look so
0: familiar? Oh, never mind. Doesn't matter.
9: <sighs> I don't
0: remember the last time I saw him.
9: Yeah, I don't think I ever talked to him, which is bizarre considering how small Southampton is, right? I mean, I definitely remember how weird everyone got when he disappeared, you know?
10: I remember him, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? He skated with us a couple of times, probably to get away from his asshole parents. The kid was on a tight leash, let me tell you. Like, they always knew where he was. Creepy as shit, man.
8: He was always a a little off to me. I, I tell you, for being a Sutherland kid, he didn't quite match up to his siblings or cousins in the athletics.
6: When the chocolate factory closed, which let's be real, thank God it did, I swear the whole family disappeared with it. But to answer your question, he was always nice to me. He was a little odd and definitely oblivious to his own privilege, but he wasn't a bad guy.
9: After he left town, people started talking. You heard the rumors, right? Did he plan the whole video leak to get back at his secret lover or something? After the incident, well he just stopped coming over altogether.
0: After that shit happened, it was all over my space. There
2: was no avoiding it, so I would have disappeared too. Man, I haven't thought about him in quite some
8: time. Or, or Frank, for that matter. Uh, poor Frank. Y- you know, all of Southampton was quick to blame the kid for what Frankie did to himself. And believe me, I was leading the pack. But, but as far as the kid goes, uh, look, it's probably best he doesn't come around here anymore.
0: <laughs> he probably killed himself. I mean, that's a screwed up thing to say about somebody, but it's probably true. The Sutherlands are loaded. There's no way they didn't use their resources to try and find him. And he probably didn't want to be found. Kid was shamed. Either live the rest of your life as a hated outcast, or say, fuck it, I am out. Anyways, I think the
10: last time I saw him was at Steve's house party back in sophomore year. Oh my God, that party was nuts. Do you remember that party? Dude, when Greg showed up with that 40 year old stripper and then she turned out to be Mason's cousin or whatever, that was gross. But the shit was funny as hell though.
9: I guess he was at that reunion a couple weeks back. I've overheard some of our guests here at the restaurant yapping about it. I mean, it wasn't my graduating class, so I didn't go, but my cousin told me she thought she saw him there, too. Said he looks like a freak, like he'd been living under a freeway or something for the past decade. Said he looked terrible. I mean, who knows what he's been doing all this time. She didn't say anything else, though, so I'm sorry if that doesn't help, but it's all I got for you.
8: Look what's left for him here except for painful memories, you know? Anyway, that's, that's about all I got for you, kid. Excuse me.
6: I'm sorry, that's really all I have for you. Why do you
0: ask, anyways? And that's all I got for you.
10: Kinda of like, uh, what's her name? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh man, they don't make chicks like that anymore. I know what you did last summer was my jam. What happened to movies like that, man? People are into all that weird paranormal shit now. Like, Freddy? Or, or Jason? There, there's none of that anymore? What the hell? Like, those dudes were really scary. Except for Chucky. Annie's mom was such a fool for bringing him home in the first place. Anyway, what are we talking about?
2: People are drawn to Southampton for many reasons. The antique shops on First Street. Peddlers' fairs during the summer. Boat races downtown near the marina. Decent schools. Clean streets, safe neighborhoods. It's no wonder why people move here. To become a part of this community means you've made something of yourself, living the quintessential suburban dream. The fantasy of perfection is intoxicating to say the least. And once you've made it, you become just like all the others. In everyone's business, gossiping nonsense about your enemies and closest friends alike. Vapid conversations. That's the thing about Southampton. Everybody talks, but nobody has anything to say. I've spent all day talking to locals, trying to get more information about Forrest. I thought I could rely on them to do what they do best, but after all those conversations, I'm no closer to finding him. If he really came back for the reunion like Greg said, If that was him in those pictures, there's no way it wouldn't be the talk of the town. I'm sure the Sutherlands would have made the headlines on the rumor alone. I can see it already. The lost child returns after 11 years missing. Mother has a heart attack. Father claims he's not my son. Teddy and Margaret Sutherland. Not exactly ideal parents. Maybe I'm going about this the wrong way. Maybe I should start with what I know. <laughs> but what do I know? Forrest was... <sighs> forest was talking to that night it's only been two weeks since the reunion they couldn't have traveled that far but how i could look online find them on facebook or something but that may take a while and who knows if their profiles are set to private no i have to find them now and there's one person i know who can help me even if he is exhausting to be around. The town guru.
3: Marcus, my brother, how are you, my friend? It has been ages.
2: Uh, Ages? Greg, um, we had drinks last night, remember? What? No, we didn't. Wait, did we? Uh, Yeah, we... We went to Cliff's. Had a drink. uh, Talked about the reunion. You got up quickly and rushed out after a phone call.
3: Really? Last night, huh? Ain't that some shit.
2: Do you really not remember? Not that I'm surprised. Kid smokes more than Bob Marley's fireplace.
3: I'm just messing with you, brother. (laughs) Now, what can I do for ya? Oh, did you come here for a sound bath? I'll give you one for free.
2: What the hell is that? Uh, No thanks man. I was actually hoping we could chat a bit more, you know? We didn't really get to catch up, Thought we could talk about the reunion. The reunion? Hmm, yeah, sure. What else do you want to know about it? I've got to be careful about this. Well, uh, I I thought it'd be fun to go through all the pictures from the page. See how much people have changed, you know, since I wasn't there. Be nice to see familiar faces. Familiar faces? Come on, Hill. That's the best you can do. He'll never get suspicious of you. Oh,
3: Hell yeah, sounds like fun to me. I saved most of the pictures on my laptop back at my house. Come on over tonight, man. We'll take a walk down memory lane. It'll be fun.
2: Uh, yeah, Sh- sure. Sounds great. Um, What time? Um. Well, I got a toxin exorcism at 5 p.m., so let's say shoot around 7 p.m.? That, that means 8 p.m.? Sure, sounds perfect. Uh, still at the same house near the cemetery off Hillcrest? You
3: know it, same house. I'll tell my mom to make her vegan pizza. It's 100% raw. Great. Uh, I'll see you then. Peace be with you, brother.
2: Okay. You can do this without revealing anything. Just go in, listen to him babble on for however long it takes him to tell you what you need. Then leave. Simple. No need to get personal. No need for deep conversation. 30 minutes tops. Marcus, my soul brother,
3: welcome, welcome,
2: welcome. Hey, (coughs) Greg, thanks,
3: (coughs) what are you doing in the doorway, man, come on in, please, come on in. Oh, watch out for my clones, though, haven't found a good space for them yet, so they're kind of all over the place.
2: Clones? All right, Greg, the smell of this place is overpowering. I don't care how enlightened you are. Sage, incense, and weed do not produce a pleasant smell when mixed together. Uh, yeah, sure thing. So how are you? Uh, How's your mom? Good, brother.
3: Mom is passed out right now though. She had a little too much quinoa. It always knocks her out. (laughs) Yeah, it'll do that to you? But hey, now we can catch up. No interruptions this time, my dude.
2: You have my word. Great. So I was just curious about the reunion. Wait
3: a second, man. It's been over 10 years. We gotta start from the beginning of your journey. Post high school. Brother, what have your eyes seen this last decade? They've got stories weaved in them and I can see it. So tell me, who are you? Who is Marcus Hill.
2: So much for 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, where to start? Well, uh, after graduation, I went to New York and studied criminal law at Columbia. Oh, man, that's wild. What was that like? Honestly, um, intense, to say the least.
3: I bet, man.
2: Yeah, uh, a little too intense. Actually, after my second year, it was a bit much, so I... Dropped out of- Of Columbia? No, just the program.
3: Oh. Oh, yeah, right. My bad, dude, my bad.
2: Please, continue. That's okay. After that, I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I opted for the School of General Studies. The School of General Studies? Hmm, liberal arts.
3: Right, right, of course, yeah.
2: Uh, after a few years there i graduated and stayed in manhattan for a bit looking for work Uh, i eventually tried my hand at the police academy wow how did that turn out it didn't oh yeah so
3: what happened after
2: that come on man isn't that enough information well after that i picked up a few odd end jobs around town um it's photography, freelancing, and
3: photography? That's
2: lifted, man!
3: I didn't know you were a photographer!
2: Yeah, only amateur work though. Something I've been doing for a while, not to deal with school stress. Brother, do
3: you have a portfolio, a website? I mean, you have to have an Instagram account, right? No, not currently. Dude, you should consider making an account. Great place to get your work out there. Start connecting with people you never meet anywhere else. Post photos and videos and follow... Yeah, ri-
2: okay. Thanks for the recommendation. It's
3: what I do, man. <laughs> I may not be on it as much, but social media is the way of the future. You can learn everything about anybody on it. Even people you thought you'd never hear from again.
2: <sighs> Good to know.
3: Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. Cool, man, cool. So, the reunion, man.
2: (sighs) Finally. Uh, yeah. Uh, How was it? You began to tell me about it last night. You said that Forrest came back? (laughs) Yeah, man. Or at least someone who looked like him. It was like seeing a ghost.
3: It was crazy.
2: Yeah, I actually took your advice and looked up pictures on the alumni page for photos.
3: Molly Fields. Man, she is a burst of a photographer. You guys should link up.
2: (laughs) Yeah, maybe. So I saw a few pictures of him, I think.
3: Yeah, man, I saw him talking to a few different people. Seven. Huh? Uh,
2: Seven people. Oh. Easy, Hill. Don't blow your cover. I mean, that's just what I gathered from some of the pictures I found on the page. Photographic memory literally
3: (laughs) okay then yeah i guess so
2: yeah uh neilani jessup alex santoro sarah jones yeah that sounds right they were definitely there you don't know how i could get a hold of Forrest, do you or them i'm not sure man oh okay
3: hey marcus Can I ask you something? Shit. Um... Yeah, of course. Maybe it's none of my business. It's not. But why the interest in Forrest? I mean, I don't remember everything about high school. But I don't really remember you hanging out with many people. Especially a Sutherland kid.
2: Okay. You knew it might come to this. Time to put on the acting hat. Actually, Forrest and I were good friends in high school. We just never publicized it. Most of the time we hung out at family gatherings.
3: Oh. Oh, really? I had no
2: idea. Yeah.
3: So, when he disappeared after, you know...
2: After Mr. Campbell stepped in front of a moving school bus, we lost touch. Yeah, sounds like everyone did. Even his family didn't know where he was. I know, but it's important I find him... Make sure he's okay after all these years. Ah, yeah, brother, of course, of course. That's
3: open-hearted of you. Yeah, well, I- Well, I don't know how much help I'll be, but
2: anything I can do, I'm there for you, brother. Actually, there is something you can do. Those seven people I mentioned earlier from the photos? Right, right. If that was Forrest talking to them, do you think they might have an idea where he is? Dude, I bet they would. Excellent place to
3: start. I'm pretty sure I'm friends with all of them on Facebook anyway, so it should be easy to track them down. I'll gladly help you find them.
2: Thanks, Greg.
3: No thanks needed, my friend. All right, now, who do we need to find to get to him?
2: Well, after looking at all the photos, it looks like he was seen talking to these people. Wow. These are the people he was seen with? Uh, According to the pictures... Okay.
3: Not who I would have guessed he would have been talking to after all these
2: years. You and me both. Do
3: you think we can track them down? Well, the party was a few moons ago.
2: You're my only source right now, Greg. Don't let me down.
3: But I think we can find them. Perfect. Alright, let's get started. Who's first?
11: (laughs) Leah! Claire Bear! <laughs> hey, gorgeous! How are you? How was Hawaii?
12: Oh my god, it was unreal. Those island boys? Woo! Damn girl.
11: <laughs> what happened to no men on this trip? You know, finding yourself? Mm
12: hmm. Oh, I found myself. I found myself many times, if you know what I'm saying.
11: <laughs> yeah, I think I get it.
12: Oh, I got it. Every night with this beautiful Polynesian god, Samuel. Oh, I swear, he made The Rock look like Aziz Ansari.
11: (laughs) Okay, all right. I hear ya.
12: I don't know if you're hearing me, boo. I'm trying to tell you that we...
11: Did it. I know. Yeah,
12: did it. Like, a lot of it. Like, holy hell. It was just all the time non like the stamina with that one heesh <laughs>
11: okay all right all right i get it
12: he was like my own personal magic mic girl just
11: right on me oh my god oh my god i get it you and your adventures jeez
12: you only get one life right <laughs>
11: <sighs> yeah i guess so so how was the beach house
12: Oh, it was so cool. Nailani was sweet enough to let me crash there while she was here.
11: Yeah, we chatted a bit at the reunion. She seems like she's doing well. Can't complain with a house on the beach, right?
12: (laughs) Totally. Um, Anyway, how are you? What are you up to? Are you at your place?
11: No, at my parents'. Just cleaning up. Getting some old clothes and toys ready for donating.
12: Ooh, find anything fun?
11: Some crop tops, (laughs) choker necklaces, uh, cargo pants, and oh, look, a few mood rings.
12: Oh my god, mood rings!
11: (laughs) I know, right? All I need now is a copy of. Oh, damn, where is it? What? Looking for my. Ah, there it is. What, girl? What? Oh, yeah. Tiger Beat Magazine, 1997, JTT, Andrew Keegan, Ryder Strong, and... Oh,
12: please tell me Devin Sawa.
11: Devin Sawa.
12: Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't know what it was about those cute blonde white boys, but man, was I into them.
11: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I was definitely more into the Mario Lopezes of our time.
12: Mmm, Slater. He can get it, too. <laughs>
11: oh, my God.
12: I keyed, I keyed. But really, though? Really, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, why the sudden urge to purge, girl? Didn't you donate things, like, a few months ago?
11: Yeah, I did. Those are mostly books, though. I don't know, I just... Realized how cluttered my room is. And every time I come back, I notice how much shit I have that's just collecting dust. And So at this point, I figure, why not give it to someone who will actually get some use out of it, you know?
12: Yeah, that's true.
11: Yeah, plus, I think Mom wants to turn it into her gym. She's been getting into spinning lately. Oh,
12: Miss Armentano. Get it, girl?
11: I know, (laughs) right? That woman works out every day.
12: Ugh, I know. Your mom's still rocking it at 60. Good for her.
11: Seriously, mom's a total babe.
12: Just like her daughter.
11: Ugh, please. I'll be lucky if I look half as good at 30 as she is now.
12: You know you look good, and you don't even have to work at it. Some of us aren't so lucky.
11: Well, you definitely sound like you had plenty of luck on your little island adventure.
12: <laughs> luck had little to do with it, my dear. It's all about manifestation be good to life and it'll be good to you.
11: Wow, you sound like my yoga teacher.
12: Just saying, you should try it.
11: Yeah, yeah, I'll give it some thought.
12: Good. Oh, um, the reason I called, did you pick out your colors yet? Colors? Yeah, for the memorial service. Oh my
11: god, I completely forgot. That's this weekend, isn't it? Yeah. Man, I'm still in shock over it.
12: I know. I know. It's... it's so weird. You'd never think a freak accident like that could actually happen to one of us.
11: Yeah. I know what you mean.
12: Unless... it wasn't.
11: Please don't say what I think you're gonna say.
12: I'm just saying. Maybe it wasn't an accident, you know? Something weird about how it happened. I mean... I wasn't there, so I don't know, but like... It seemed too Planned? Yes, right?
11: Uh, I don't know. I'm trying not to think about it.
12: Mm. Well, it was only two weeks ago. Hard to forget something that tragic in this town, you know? Claire? Claire? Claire, are you still there?
11: Hello?
2: Huh? (laughs) Oh,
11: yeah, sorry. Just, um, bad memories...
12: Oh my god, I'm such an idiot. I didn't even think what I was saying. Honey, I'm so sorry.
11: No, no, it's fine. Uh, white and blue. White and blue? Yeah. I think those colors are a good representation of him.
12: Yeah, I think so too. All right, I'll tell Mrs. Richardson to put that around your flower offering. Thanks. Anytime, Boo. Okay, I've got to get going. I have a date tonight.
11: A date? Girl, you're on a roll.
12: Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, I am. I'm still single and not changing anytime soon. But single ladies need love too, damn it.
11: <laughs> yes, we do.
12: <laughs> still on for tomorrow?
11: Manny, Petty, and Double Rainbow? Yeah! Wouldn't miss it.
12: Great. I'll pick you up at 11 a.m.
11: Sounds good. Have fun tonight. Oh, and hey. Yeah? If this guy tries. Anything funny with you tonight?
12: I know, I know. Get my freak on. Get my freak on. <laughs>
11: <laughs> Hey, I'm serious.
12: I know, I know. Trust me, girl. I can handle myself. These Bumble Boys think they have it all figured out, but this bee don't give up her honey that easy. Not even for Pooh Bear.
11: <laughs> you dork. I love you. Have fun.
12: Love, love. Mwah.
11: boy, that took longer than expected. I wonder if Goodwill is still open. Shit, it's already 9pm. Probably closed. Oh well, I guess I'll drop them off tomorrow. They say every year it gets a bit easier. But I think it just gets harder can't help but play the what-if game. What if I kept my eyes on you the whole time? What if I didn't get distracted? What if you hadn't been on the sidewalk at that exact moment? Maybe then, you'd still be here with the rest of us. All grown up, healthy, happy. Alive. And now... Another one. Two weeks ago. Jesus. Hasn't this town had its fair share of adolescent death? Max. You were so little. God, your parents must be a wreck. They loved you so much. I know these blue and white ribbons won't bring you back, or even put them at ease, but I hope... It's a sign that we're still thinking of you. Your memory, your memory will live strong in your parents, I'm sure of it. (sighs) All right, I'm here. Snap out of it, Claire. You can't be this sad in front of your colleagues. I just hope this coffee date doesn't go on for too long. I feel another migraine coming on.
2: Damn. Already 5am. Greg likes to talk. I expected I'd be home earlier, but at least I have a starting point in finding them all. Even if I had to reveal more about me than I wanted to. Seven classmates. I would have never put any of them in the group together. If my memory's correct, which, let's face it, it always is. They were all such different people in high school, but there's one link they share. Him. I've already spent all day wondering what's the connection, but that's a useless thought without actually talking to them. So I need to speak with them individually. It's the quickest way to getting to him. And after talking to Greg, I finally have a roadmap to finding them. However, this may not be easy or something that I can do entirely on my own. I can't trust the people of Southampton to give an honest opinion. Each word they speak is partially masked with delusion. And at the same time, I'm not entirely sure I can trust my own judgment. I need outside resources, outside opinions, opinions from people who have no motive. Two words Greg kept saying to me, social media. It's the way the world functions now, and it's the best way I can get non-biased input. Audio logs, video diaries, picture sharing apps. These could all be useful, and I know exactly what the handle is going to be called. 10 years ago, your life changed. I don't know where you've been all these years. But what I do know is that my memory never fades. Ever. I don't care who I have to go through to find you. Our old classmates are just the starting point on this hunt. But rest assured, I will find you. And when I do, well, let's just say we're going to take a stroll down memory lane to the place where it all happened. I'll see you on Rose Drive. Audio Log 1 This is Marcus Hill. I've decided to take Greg's advice and create social media accounts for this investigation. Listener of this tape, I'm talking to you. It's risky, but I think it's the best way I can get some fresh perspective on this interview. You can reach me here on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found this file. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. The handle, Rose Drive Podcast, or some variation of that. These interviews with my former classmates may not go as planned. They may be answering my questions in truth, but they may be lying. I'm hoping you, the listener, can help me figure out the right path to finding Forrest. So please, after listening to each interview, drop me a line or message or tweet. My email is rosedrivepodcast at gmail.com. You could be the help I need in finding him. And please, share this podcast with your friends and leave a rating. It's the best way we can reach more people. The more input I have, the better. Thank you for taking the time to hear this. I'll see you in Southampton. Are you listening?
0: If you want to dive deeply into Rose Drive and its mythos, you can check it out at rosedrivepodcast.com. And there you can find a link to their Patreon page, where you can help fund their second season. It's patreon.com slash Drive. If you sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash radiodramarevival, you can join us for Weirdo David Jeopardy, which we do once a month. I had such a friggin' blast writing the questions for this upcoming game, you have no idea. That's all on our Discord, which you can access through our Patreon. You can also support Radio Drama Revival by buying merch at our shop at radiodramarevival.com slash shop you can finally start digging yourself out of that enormous pile of tea you bought by drinking it in our gorgeous mugs. And now, here it is, your Moment of Will.
13: Hello, listener. This week for your Moment of Will, I have another recommendation. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you probably know that I like uh, weird, indie, ambient, slow-paced, vaguely terrifying video games. And uh, this recommendation is one of those. So this recommendation is What Remains of Edith Finch. This is a game that's made by the studio that made Dear Esther, which uh, a lot of people call a walking simulator, meow, 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 whatever. What Remains of Edith Finch is different. So like Rose Drive, it is about Oregon and, or is it Washington? You know it's about the pacific northwest okay i'm from the desert so bear with me but it's about the pacific northwest and memory and truth and lies and the blurry lines between all of that and like rose drive it has some pretty wild twists and a very memorable cast of characters in what remains of edith finch you play as a character returning to your family home A mansion that was brought over from the old country piece by piece but then was lost in the sea and then was rebuilt entirely and then was built onto over and over and over again as your family curse slowly starts killing off your lineage. See, the Finch family has a curse, or so they believe, in which every Finch in the family will die except for one girl who can continue their line. Of course whether or not that's true is really up to the player and even then you might not know the truth. You might feel like you do but you're never really going to be sure. It's a fascinating game. It's very easy to play in that it's very story-based with a lot of strange mini games along the way. I'm very hesitant to speak much about this because I don't want to give much away so if you're looking for a game right now that's probably very cheap fascinating beautiful and will leave you with so many questions not just on the story but on your perceptions of truth and memory and honesty I can't recommend it enough this game kind of changed my life and I hope it will do the same for you it is called what remains of Edith Finch And hey, listener, I love you.
0: Thank you, Will. It is time for the traditional end of episode gong, followed by the Passover-appropriate sound of Moses parting the Sea of Reeds. Except instead of water, the sea is now made of mayonnaise. Take it away, Will. Okay, Hebrews, let's do this thing. Oh, well... That was weird. Follow me, Mishpoop. The ringing of that gong and the splorping of the Sea of Mayo tell me it's time for the credits. This podcast is recorded in Washington, D.C., which is the unceded territory of the Piscataway Indian Nation, the Piscataway Canoe tribe, the Pamunkey people, and the Nanticoke people. If you live in the Americas, Australia, or New Zealand, you can learn more about the native First Nations or indigenous heritage of your area by visiting whos.land. Our theme music is Danger Diggy-Doo by DJ Stranger Danger. You can find his music on SoundCloud. Our line producer and associate interviews producer is Will Williams. Our senior interviews producer is Eli McElveen. Our associate producer is Sean Howard. Our researcher is Heather Cohen. Our social media manager is Ann Baird. Our submissions editors are Elena Fernandez-Collins and Rashika Rao. Our executive producer is Fred Greenhelge. I'm your host, David Reinstrom, and this has been Radio Drama Revival. All storytellers welcome. Stay safe, everyone. I believe in you.